guys, it's Amanda from Good Grief Cookie Co. and welcome to Behind the Icing. This podcast episode is going to be a little bit different um, than what I've done in the past. It will be just me. Um, I know you guys have probably wondered where I've been and I just want to give you that explanation and we will kind of cover some other, other things I want to talk about. time no see. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's been a while. It's been, um, a while since I last put out a episode for the podcast and I do apologize for that. Um, about last month, um, the week of Thanksgiving, I decided that, uh, I wouldn't have a guest come on Um, and I was going to just talk to you guys about where, where I came from as a baker, um, how I came to, to make cookies and kind of my backstory because it's actually where, um, around this time of year that I started baking when I started, um, years ago. And I just had, you know, a million things going on and it just didn't work out and, you know, one thing leads to another, and then my stepdad got sick. Um, if you guys follow my personal Instagram, or not my personal Instagram, my cookie Instagram, um, you might have seen or saw my stories that I posted about, um, having to cancel cookie orders, and I canceled my kids' class, and, um, that my stepdad's in the ICU, and, uh, it's very, very serious, and I, um, canceled my orders and things like that so that I could be available for my family. I've been going down to the hospital every day, um, to see him, and, um, you know, I can't divulge a whole lot of information due to, you know, privacy for my family, but, um, you know, it was a hard call to, to cancel things, but I don't regret it. Um, I, I believe that family comes first and, you know, I don't, I don't regret that decision, but it was hard letting people down. And I think as bakers, as cookiers, as, you know, somebody who provides a service for other people, when you have to, uh, cancel things and you feel like you're letting them down, even though, I have amazing customers who were all very understanding. Uh, it does make you feel bad because you feel like you're letting people down. We do want to make people happy. We want to, um, you know, we want to fulfill our our side of of um, the agreements. We, you know, this is our businesses, our business that. Um, has our name on it, our, you know, reputation, and that's very important, um, but nothing's more important than family, so I did have to cancel, um, on some people, and I did cancel my kids' class, which was a bummer, um, because I was super excited, we were gonna have Santa there, um, lots of fun stuff, but if, you know, the worst were to happen in this situation 
and I would have had to have canceled um, the day of or something like that. That wouldn't have been fair for people who had been looking forward to going. So I, I did try to hold out, but I, you know, just out of, oh, I don't know, um, worry, I guess. Um, I went ahead and canceled that class and, um, hopefully I can get back to doing classes. Uh, I take off the month of January, um, for my family after the busy holiday season. Um, you know, and I, I do have, uh, a, a guest, uh, lined up to, to speak on, you know, knowing when it's time to take a break. Um, and you know, when I get back to doing the podcast on a regular basis, like I was trying to, I'm going to have her come on and talk about that. Um, but for the time being, uh, I just want to kind of now take this moment to do the, the episode that I was intending to do around Thanksgiving, where I just kind of go back and talk about myself, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not in a conceited way, but, um, where I came from, um, because I do, I do sh- love sharing my story of how I got started because I feel like, you know, I, if I can encourage somebody with, with it, then I have accomplished something. So I want to tell you guys where Good Grief Cookie Co. started. So four years ago, um, I never would have dreamed that I would be doing what I do right now. (laughs) I, you know, occasionally bake like, you know, people typically do. It's not something I had a passion for. It's not something that I, you know, have had a dream to do since I was, you know, younger. I was a, um, I don't even remember (laughs) if I was an instructional, yeah, I'm thinking it was a special education instructional lead at that time. Um, and I have, me and my husband and I, um, had our daughter Molly, um, four years ago. She was six, five. (laughs) How old is my kid? She'll be 10 next month. So she was at the time she would have been five. Um, just, you know, living our life. <laughs> uh, and we had wanted another baby and, um, had tried for a while, um, and no luck. And we had a miscarriage, um, a couple years before that. I did, did not know that I was pregnant. So it was kind of a shock when it happened. Um, didn't really know how to process it. So a couple of years went by, we decided we wanted, you know, another baby. Um, after trying for, for a couple of years, uh, finally we were going to have another baby. We were so excited. I had always said I wanted, you know, I wanted to be done with having kids at 30 and I was 29. I would have been due in, I think May and then my birthday's in June. So I would have had the baby right before my 30th birthday. It seemed like everything was just lining up perfectly. We had just bought a house, had our house built. And, um, you know, my husband had a good job. I was working and everything was on track. And (laughs) as life does, it 
threw a wrench in our plans. Um, it was October of that year, and um, we hadn't told my family that we were expecting yet. We were waiting to uh, have an ultrasound so I'd have a picture to show everybody. We had planned to have dinner that, that weekend that we had an appointment, and um, we were going to you know, surprise everybody and tell them, and uh, I went to that appointment with my husband and our daughter was with us and the ultrasound tech just very bluntly said there's no heartbeat and you know from that moment it seems like there was just this avalanche of just horribleness um needless to say we were devastated uh just completely heartbroken and, um, that same week that they confirmed that I was indeed, um, miscarrying, my husband lost his job. Uh, we had just got our house and here we were dealing with, you know, this miscarriage that, um, I had known for several weeks that, that I was pregnant and, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard when you have this dream, this, you know, this hope, this thing that you were excited about, you know, um, and it's gone. And then on top of that, you know, you have to worry about the financial part of your life. And, um, it was hard. It was really hard. So about a month later, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, my husband's mother passed away unexpectedly. Uh, he had gone to check on her. She wasn't feeling well. And I was home. Um, well, I, I'll have to back up just a little bit with that. But um, after the miscarriage, I was home trying to just recuperate and feel better. Uh, and I started watching YouTube videos why I decided to watch cookie decorating videos, I have no idea. I could not tell you. For some reason, it's just something I started watching. And I thought to myself, you know, let me try that. I, I've got to do something. I need I need to do something. So I made um, my first batch of cookies. I ordered <laughs> these massive 3D printed cookie cutters on Etsy and I still have them. It was a mason jar and a pumpkin and they are huge. Um, I've not gotten any better about ordering the correct size cookie cutter, <laughs> but I ordered a mason jar and a pumpkin because it was, you know, around uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving time. And I made my cookies thick and I was so proud of them. I was so proud of them that when I went back to work, I took, I took some and shared them with my coworkers and people were like, oh, these are so good. And, you know, that's where I got started. That's how, you know, it kind of came to be that I made cookies. I was like, oh, you know, I, I, I kind of like this. I, I you know, it, there's just something about making cookies um, that just sparks, you know, this creativity in you. This, it just sparked an interest in me and, um. I was like, yeah, let me, let me make you some. And, you know, people were like, oh, can I order some? 
never dawned on me to to do it as like a business and I thought oh yeah I think I think I charged like 75 cents a cookie or something I don't even remember but they were these massive thick cookies and I was so proud of them and I post pictures every once in a while of them and you know it's like everybody else's first set of cookies they're just they're a mess they're the writing is super runny and sloppy and but they tasted good and you know at that time I used to um (laughs) I would make my dough and I'd have to to freeze it overnight and then let it thaw the next day before I could roll it out and you know I had all these long steps and then I had to let the icing you know set over a whole day and it was just this huge long process that you know I I feel like I've I've got it better now <laughs> a little bit quicker now but I remember it was just like this big long ordeal to make cookies but I was just I really enjoyed it so I did it and then um so in November I was uh it was the day before Thanksgiving and I at that point had people asking for cookies for Thanksgiving and so I was in the kitchen making cookies when my husband called and said that he had gone to check on his mom and had found her um, deceased in her in her home. Um, so, you know, still trying to wrap my head around, you know, the loss of our baby. And then my husband having lost his job and at this time was still unemployed. He hadn't found a job yet. And um, then losing his mom, we we were just in the worst place it, you know, emotionally and, um, it was horrible. It was a horrible time. And, you know, having cookies as a distraction, um, was amazing. It not only helped me, um, keep my mind occupied, it gave me something to do, gave me some, a little bit of income. Um, and, it gave me joy. It gave me, you know, something to be proud of. And I'm very grateful for that. And it just kind of snowballed from this, you know, a couple people, hey, can I get a couple of cookies? Can I, you know, to being something that I cultivated into this business now that I have. Um, so when it came time to name my business, you know, people are asking, well, what, you know, do you have an Instagram? Do you have a, a business name? Do you have, you know, and I, I came up with like, <laughs> as you always do when you're, you know, trying to come up with a business name, all these different ideas. And, you know, I, I can't remember what some of them were. Um, <laughs> I know, uh, oh gosh, what were it? I don't even remember. Uh, but I know I wanted it to, to be meaningful. I wanted the name to be meaningful. I didn't want it to be just like Amanda's cookies or, you know, not that there's anything against that. I feel the name of your cookie, um, thing is your name. I just offended like a billion people right now. I'm so sorry. But, um, for me, I wanted something that was really meaningful. So I decided that I would go with good grief. Now, (laughs) when people hear, my cookie business name, Good Grief Cookie Co. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Charlie Brown. (laughs) Uh, People always assume that 
uh, the business is named after, you know, Charlie Brown, the peanuts and, you know, things like that. And, um, it is definitely a nod to Charlie Brown because, um, that's my mom's favorite is the peanuts. And it is, you know, she's my biggest supporter and fan and, um, sorry guys, uh, My, um, my parents are, um, are big supporters of mine. My stepdad used to, um, buy me butter when I first started, when I first started baking and, um, I used to joke and call my butter supplier. <laughs> and, um. Sorry, guys. Um, so, it was definitely a nod to my mom for Charlie Brown. and, and um, But the name Good Grief actually comes from that time of my life when I was grieving so hard for the baby I had lost for, you know, that that time where I just wanted my life to be normal again and um in the middle of that grief I found this business that I've grown to love and has meant so much to me now um and and it drew me closer to God I know not all of you listen to religious or uh anything like that but I just can't help but think that that's good um and so, you can find good in grief. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever situation, um, just know that there is another side to it. There is a brighter side. There is a meaning behind it. Sometimes we don't see it ever. But there is a reason for it. There is there is a reason. And uh, when I share the story about about the grief that we went through, um, the heartache, I always I always have to include that you guys know I have a son. Um, he is two and a half and uh, not everybody might know this, but some people do that he is actually adopted. Um it was just totally by chance we weren't looking to adopt we weren't looking to foster um and we got a phone call from a family friend who told us about this little baby boy and that he was had just been born that day and his mom was not planning on keeping him and asked if we were interested in trying to to adopt him and um I knew his mom when I was a teenager, she's a couple years older than me. And so because of that, I, we were able to do, um, emergency placement, um, as a non-related extended family member. Um, sorry for sniffing guys. <laughs> um, and saying, um, 1 billion times, but, uh, <laughs> I go again. 
we, I told my husband, we were over at the coast when we got the phone call and I told my husband, Hey, you know, there's this baby. And, um, what do you think? And this was, I think a year, a year, I should have done the math before I got on here to talk to you guys a year or two years, um, after all this had happened. Um, and I said, Hey, there's this, you know, this baby and what do you think? And I remember my husband goes, well, it's not a puppy, Amanda. We can't just like, <laughs> it doesn't work. I give it back. And I said, I know, I know. Um, I said, but can, would you, would you at least think about it? He goes, yeah, I'll think about it. And so we came back from the coast and we went to church and his aunt had taken him home from the hospital and brought him to church. And we got to meet him when he was two days old. And, um, we got to hold him and I have this photo of my husband and I when they handed him over to my husband and my husband held him and he looked at him and he just looks up at me and goes, okay. And that was it. And we knew, we knew that he was, was ours. And, um, we went through the process of the, um, being approved and, uh, we got to, he got to come home with us when he was two weeks old. Uh, <laughs> that's another funny story. The day that they brought him to us, I had a cookie order for like 400 cookies because whenever, you know, in the process of things, we're not in charge of when they approve paperwork and when they, you know, do all that stuff. And, um, we didn't know until literally the day that they brought him to us, which was Cinco de Mayo, um, May 5th of that year, um, they brought him to us and I had this massive cookie order and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, brand new two week old baby, 400 cookies. Let's do this. <laughs> and my family, who's just amazing, came over and helped me. Um, I had already baked all the cookies and they were helping me dip them. And they were very simple hearts with like a, the heartbeat, like squiggle thing, um, on them. And my mom and my husband and my, I think my sister-in-law, if I'm not mistaken, came over and helped and we knocked the cookies out. And I just will never forget that because it was, it was so stressful and my family just rose to the occasion and, you know, we're rock stars because they know, you know, they knew that this business, uh, meant so much to me. And I look back and I think about, you know, Christopher and, and how much he means to, to us. And, um, I truly, with all my heart, believe that he was always meant to be a part of our family. I, I can't imagine my life without him. Um, and I think to myself, if we had had that baby that we lost, we'd always said we just wanted two kids. We didn't want more than that. And I always think that if we had had that baby and the situation with Christopher came up, that we would have said, no, like, no, we can't, you know, we can't handle that or no, you know, we're not, um, it's not something we're looking into right now or, you know, and we wouldn't have him while I, I don't want, I never wanted to go through what I went through. Um, I would have loved to have met my baby. I cannot imagine my life without Christopher. And so I truly believe that there is good 
in bad. There is good in grief. Um, good that can be found. And um, while, like I said, we might not see it now, we might not ever see it, um, we can always look for it. So that's how I got into making cookies. I know it's kind of um, a long story, a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I do like to share it because I do want people to to have hope that that you can make it through the bad situations, and it's okay to to um, be sad. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to do all those things as long as you just keep going. Just keep searching for the good and keep moving on. Um, I have found myself lately in the situation that we're going through right now with my stepdad. And my, I say my stepdad, and I, I do want to just take a second to explain that he's been my stepdad since I was like, I think my parents, I think they got married when I was four, but, um, I've known him since I was two. So he, I've only ever known him as my dad. And, um, I find myself in this situation where, um, I'm sad and, and, you know, grieving what could, what could possibly happen. And, um, and I have to remind myself that I might not understand what's happening now, but there's a reason for everything. And um, just like I did back when I started making my cookies, um, take this time to to draw closer to God and just rely on Him for comfort and understanding and peace. And, you know, my, my business is just a reminder of that. And, um, while I, I felt bad and I do feel bad for having to take a step back from it, this is just where I'm at and, um, what's right. So... I have to say that um, it's been an amazing journey so far, this cookie journey. Uh, I have made amazing friends, and I, I know we all we call them our cookie friends, but honestly, a lot of times they just turn into friends, just regular friends, and um, you guys know who you are, uh, people that, that you talk to daily or you watch them daily on social media and it just seems like like they're your good friends and um it's just so bizarre when you actually get to meet them in person because you already have that friendship and um I'm lucky enough to have um one of my very best cookie friends live close enough that I can actually go hang out with her and she's she's been there for me and um days when I'm really kind of feeling low, um, helps cheer me up, and I, uh, appreciate her more than I think she'll ever know, 
um, my friend Ashley, <laughs> who I hope is listening. <laughs> uh, and I hope you guys all find a great cookie friend or friends, um, because it, it does help. Um, but I have met some amazing people. I've had some amazing experiences. I am a goofball and <laughs> I make, and I haven't done very many lately. Um, it's been quite a while actually, and I need to get back to it, but, um, make these goofy videos of just like my experience of being a, a cookier and people thought they were funny. And by that, I was able to, um, actually speak at, at this year's cookie con and share my cookie humor at a breakout session, which still blows my mind, um, that I was given the opportunity to do that. And, um, I, this year also was asked to teach at a cookie retreat in Texas. Um, and again, I just, I, I just can't believe that, <laughs> that this business, this, these cookies, this hobby, this thing that I did to help me get out of a dark place, a dark time has brought me to some of the highlights of my, of my life. Um, and I think that's just completely amazing. I, I want to keep going. I want to, um, see where else I can, can go and, and where it's going to take me. And, um, I, I was talking to Ashley, um, oh, I don't remember when it was maybe like a month or so ago. And I told her, I said, you know, my next goal is food network. That's where I want, <laughs> I want to be on a competition. And, you know, I've had one that I applied for and I got, um, FaceTime interview and didn't get anywhere past that, but I think that was pretty cool too. Uh, but that's my next goal. I'm going to set a goal for myself. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's what I want to achieve. And, and whether that happens or not, I don't, I don't know, probably won't. There's so many people that, that also have that same goal, but you know what? That's, that's what I want. And, um, I'm going to try for it. And who knows, who knows where this will take me, um, for now. I think I, I'm just so grateful for every moment of it. All the, <laughs> all the long nights, the stress, the, you know, all of it. Um, it's been worth it. And if you are in a rut, like I find myself a lot where you're kind of feeling like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And trust me, I have, I've quit a couple times. <laughs> you just keep coming back. But if you're in that place, just, just take a minute, take a breather, look at what you've accomplished remind yourself of the reason why you do it and why you love it and let that encourage you. Um, I like to think back on some of the amazing customers that I've met and that's also an encouragement. I have met people who have gone through the same pain that I've gone through and I've been able to share with them my experience and we've been able to, you know, bond over that, um, other cookiers, customers and, um, 
I have been there for wedding cookies that turned into baby shower cookies that turned into first birthdays and being part of those journeys is amazing and I'm so grateful and uh, just just take a moment and think about about your journey and if you're feel if you feel compelled to share that do it you just never know who it's going to speak to who needed to hear it and even if it's just for yourself even if it's just a reminder to yourself of why you're doing this um then that's great <laughs> thank you guys for listening to me ramble on (laughs) Um, for however long I was rambling but uh, in all seriousness I didn't even mention that this cookie journey has now brought me to this podcast and while it is still very very new I only have a couple episodes uh, I'm very excited again about where this is going to go I want it to be super informative for you guys I want to help out new and not so new cookiers alike um, to just get information, um, share common ground, <laughs> and share our, you know, war stories. <laughs> so send me your your customer crazy customer stories, your crazy cookie stories whatever it is and I want to share them on here because this podcast is for you guys Um, thank you for listening in and thank you for being understanding about me being gone for a little while and um, again the whole situation that we are going through is still very much up in the air and unpredictable and um, while I will try my hardest to get back on track with posting these episodes life is forever throwing curveballs and um, you just have to roll with the punches. (laughs) Two different metaphors. Throwing your curveballs all over the punches. It's like boxing and baseball. Anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. But um, thank you for listening. And you can message me at behindtheicing at gmail.com or on Instagram behind the icing podcast Uh, thanks again guys bye what do you want bud cookie